molecular basis of inheritance in the previous chapter you have learned the inheritance patterns and the genetic basis of such patterns at the time of mendel the nature of those factors regulating the pattern of inheritance was not clear over the next 100 years the nature of putative genetic material was investigated culminating in the realization that DNA deoxyribonucleic acid is the genetic material at least for the majority of organisms in class 11th you have learned that nucleic acids are polymers of nucleotides diribonucleic acid DNA and ribonucleic acid RNA are two types of nucleic acids found in living systems DNA acts as genetic material in most of the organism RNA though it also acts as genetic material in some viruses mostly functions as a messenger RNA has additional roles as well it functions as adapter structural and in some cases as catalytic molecule in class 11th you have already learned the structure of nucleotides and the way these monomer units are linked to form nucleic acid polymers in this chapter we are going to discuss the structure of dna its replication the process of making rna from dna transcription the genetic code that determines the sequence of amino acids in proteins the process of protein synthesis translation and elementary basis of their regulation the determination of complete nucleotide sequence of human genome during last decade has set in a new era of genomics in the last section the essentials of human genome sequencing and its consequences will also be discussed let us begin our, our discussion by first understanding the structure of the most important molecule in the living system that is the dna in subsequent sections we will understand that why it is most abundant genetic material and what is the relationship with rna the dna dna is a long polymer of deoxyribonucleic nucleotides the length of dna is usually defined as the number of nucleotides or pair of nucleotide referred to as base pairs present in it this also is the characteristic of an organism for example a bacteriophage known as phi cross phi x174 has 5386 nucleotides bacteriophage lambda has 48502 base pairs asteracea coli has 4.6 into 10 to the power 6 base pairs and haploid content of human dna is 3.3 into 10 to the power 9 base pairs let us discuss the structure of such a long polymer structure of polynucleotide chain let us recapitulate the chemical structure of polynucleotide chain dna or rna a nucleotide has three components a nitrogenous base pentose sugar ribose in the case of rna and deoxyribose for dna and a phosphate group There are two types of nitrogenous bases purine which include adenine and guanine and pyrimidines which include cytosine uracil and thymine cytosine is common for both dna and rna and thymine is present in dna uracil is present in rna at the place of thymine a nitrogenous base is linked to the oh of 1- carbon pentose sugar through a n glycosidic linkage to form a nucleoside such as adenosine or deoxyribonucleic 
guanosine or deoxyguanosine, cytidine or deoxycytidine, and uridine or deoxythymidine. When a phosphate group is linked to OH of 5-carbon of a nucleoside through phosphoester linkage, a corresponding nucleotide or deoxynucleotide, depending upon the type of sugar present, is formed. Two nucleotides are linked through 3-5-phosphodiester linkage to form a dinucleotide. More nucleotides can be joined in such a manner to form a polynucleotide chain. A polymer thus formed has at one end a free phosphate moiety at 5-and of sugar, which is referred to as 5-and of the polynucleotide chain. Similarly, at the other end of the polymer, the sugar has a free OH of 3-carbon group, which is referred to as 3-and of the poly polynucleotide chain. The backbone of polynucleotide chain is formed due to sugar and phosphates. The nitrogenous bases linked to the sugar moiety project from the backbone. In RNA, every nucleotide residue has an additional OH group present at 2' position in the ribose. Also, in RNA, the uracil is found at the place of thymine, 5-methyluracil, another chemical name for thymine. DNA as an acidic substance present in the nucleus was first identified by Friedrich Mischer in 1869. He named it as nuclein. However, due to technical limitation in isolating such a long polymer intact, the elucidation of structure of DNA remained elusive for a very long period of time. It was only in 1953 that James Watson and Francis Crick, based on Excel diffraction data produced by Morris Wilkinson, Rosen and Franklin, proposed a very simple but famous double helix model for the structure of DNA. One of the hallmarks of their proposition was base pairing between the two strands of polynucleotide chain. However, their proposition was also based on the observation of Erwin Chargaff that for a double-stranded DNA, the ratios between adenine and thymine and guanine and cytosine are constant and equals 1. The base pairing confers a very unique property to the polynucleotide chains. They are said to be complementary to each other and therefore if the sequence of bases in one strand is known, then the sequence in other strand can also be predicted. Also, if each strand of a DNA, let us call it as parental DNA, acts as a template for synthesis of a new strand, the two double-stranded DNA, let us call them a daughter, uh, as daughter DNA, thus produced would be identical to the parental DNA molecule because of this, the genetic implications of the structure of DNA became very clear. The salient features of the double helix structure of DNA are as follows. First, it is made of two polynucleotide chains where the backbone is constituted by sugar phosphate and the basis project inside. Second, the two chains have entry parallel polarity. It means if one chain has a polarity 5 dash to 3 dash, the other has 3 dash to 5 dash. Third, the bases in two strands are paired through hydrogen bonds, H bonds forming base pairs. Adenine forms two hydrogen bonds with thymine from opposite strand and vice versa. Similarly, guanine is bonded with cytosine with three H bonds. As a result, always a purine combines opposite to pyrimidine. This generates approximately uniform distance between the two strands of helix. Fourth, the two chains are coiled in a right-handed fashion. The pitch of the helix is 3.4 nanometer. A nanometer is one billionth of a meter. 
that is 10 to the power minus 9 meter and there are roughly 10 base pair in each turn. Consequently, the distances between a base pair in a helix is approximately 0.34 nanometer. Fifth, the plane of one base pair strikes over the other in double helix. This in addition to edge bonds confers stability of the helix structure. Compare the structure of purine and pyrimidine. Can you find out why the distance between two polynucleotide chain and DNA remains almost constant? The proposition of a double helix structure of DNA is and its simplicity in explaining the genetic implication became revolutionary. Very soon, Francis Crick proposed the central dogma in the molecular biology which states that the genetic information flows from DNA to RNA and to RNA and from RNA to protein. In some viruses, the flow of information is in reverse direction that is from RNA to DNA. Can you suggest a simple name to this process? Packaging of DNA helix Taking the distance between two consecutive base pairs as 0.34 nanometer, 0.34 into 10 to the power minus 9 meter, if the length of DNA double helix is a in a typical mammalian cell is calculated simply by multiplying the total number of base pairs with the distance between two consecutive base pairs that is 6.6 .6 into 10 to the power 9 base pair into 0.34 into 10 to the power minus 9 meter per base pair it comes out to be approximately 2.2 meters a length that is far greater than the dimension of a typical nucleus approximately 10 to the power minus 6 meter how is such a long polymer packaged in a cell if the length of E. coli DNA is 1.36 mm, can you calculate the number of base pairs in E. coli? In prokaryotes such as E. coli, though they do not have a defined nucleus, the DNA is not scattered throughout the cell. DNA being negatively charged is held with some protein that have positive charges in a region termed as nucleoid. The DNA in nucleoid is organized in large loops held by proteins. In eukaryotes, this organization is much more complex. There is a set of positively charged basic proteins called histones. A protein acquires charge depending upon the abundance of amino acids residues which with charged side chains. Histones are rich in basic amino acid residues lysine and arginine. Both the amino acid residues carry positive charges in their side chain. Histones are organized to form a, eight, a unit of eight molecules called histone octamer. The negatively charged DNA is wrapped around the positively charged histone octamer to form a structure called nucleosome. A typical nucleosome contains 200 base pairs of DNA helix. Nucleosome constitute the repeating unit of a structure in nucleus called chromatin thread-like strained colored bodies seen in nucleus. The nucleosomes and chromatin are seen as beads on string structure when viewed under electron microscope. Theoretically, how many such beads or nucleosomes do you imagine are present in a mammalian cell? The beads on string structures in chromatin is packaged to form chromatin fibers that are further coiled and condensed to a metaphase stage of cell division to form chromosome. The packaging of chromatin at higher levels require additional set of proteins that collectively are referred to as 
non histone chromosomal nhc proteins in a typical nucleus some region of chromatin are loosely packed and strains light and are referred to as euchromatin the chromatin that is more densely packed and stains dark are called as heterochromatin euchromatin is said to be transcriptionally active chromatin whereas heterochromatin is inactive